Hello and welcome to a new podcast dedicated to the infamous low dive tribute act, Manic Street Preachers. But who are we? Allow me to introduce you to the girl with the hair so curly she's got a blog named The Rambling Curl. Her talent doesn't stop there. She also invented chocolate bar back in the 1970s. Years before she was born, which is impressive. Please welcome the kinky-haired assassin of Wadebridge, Emma. Woo-hoo! This is this is what you're getting. Can I applaud myself? Yes! I'm doing it. Well done. Well, I need need to clarify a few things. Please do. My beard is is increasingly grey. Grey? I know. I turned 40 last week. You did. I was at your Zoom birthday. You were. Oh, yeah. I won the quiz. Yeah, right. Don't rub it in. Just want to, you know, rub that in. Um, I'm actually six foot one. I mean, I'm five foot nothing. Yeah. So... To me, you're a giant. And what, what, and sultry. Literally no woman sultry. on earth or man has ever <laughs> called me sultry. That, that wasn't even something I scripted. I, it just came to me. Well, it's just because of my dulcet tones, isn't it? Your dulcet tones, yes. What, what are dulcet tones? I don't know, but it sounds really good. Let's, let's just go with it. You've got dulcet tones. <laughs> dulcet and sultry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, let's crack on. Uh, to... Let's do it. To kick things off, we're going to give a little background of ourselves as fans, how we got into the band. Uh, it's our equivalent of having to stand awkwardly up and introduce yourself during a team bonding exercise. Worst things ever in the world. So first up, Emma, tell me your yep. truth. Okay, well, um, we have discussed the fact that when I was 14, I used to go to my friend's bowling alley. She did have a bowling alley. Um, her parents ran it. Places. Her bowling alley. Uh, and I used to play three songs on the jukebox every week, one of which was designed for life. And yet it took me another two years to properly get into the Mannix. Uh, a very, to cut a very long story short, I was revising for my GCSEs and I was very bored of listening to the same albums while I studied. And my youngest sister, who has always been much cooler than I am, was a Mannix fan. And I decided, oh, she's got some cool stuff in her room. I'm going to borrow one of her CDs to listen to while I study. Went into her bedroom, and this is going to sound very weird. She had the ubiquitous Holy Bible poster on her bedroom wall. And I sat at the end of her bed and stared at it for a good five minutes, just going, she's really into this band. I like that song of theirs from a couple of years back. Maybe I'll listen to one of their albums. And I borrowed the Holy Bible because, you know, I'm very, very easily influenced by posters on walls. And the rest, as they say, is history. Because I listened to it and went, I'm now going to listen to all of their albums in order. And back then, they'd only done up to This Is My Truth, so it didn't take that long. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I was hooked from there. You, you've got to remember when... Me and you started being fans around, mm-hmm. I, I was slightly earlier than you, about a year earlier than you. We were classed yeah. as new fans. I know. There was a whole new old fan rivalry. Yes. It's peculiar to think that 
in, I think it was May of 1999 when I became a fan, that I was a new fan. Mm. And yet that was now over 20 years ago. Yeah, and they've released more albums since than at at that time. Yeah. That's my story. That's your story. Morning Glory. That's a a different podcast. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'm going to go along with, this is something I, I... I looked at it earlier today, and I think I wrote this in about 2011. Oh. So some of it might have dated. Okay. In the same sense that I've dated since 2011. <laughs> no. Women and with age. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> now, the title is The Intense Humming of Dr. Robotnik. Bra- brackets. I already love it. Brackets, because I love a song title with brackets, and how I fell in love with Manic Street Preachers. Yeah, I know. So sit yourself down. I'm, I'm have, ready. Have a nice cup of cocoa. Excellent. <laughs> I've I, got water. Is that okay? Uh, it'll do. I've got. Okay. I've actually got st- strawberry and banana smoothie. Oh, delicious! I know. I, I know how to rock and roll on a Sunday night. Fabulous. I mean, I'm. I'm feeling like I've let the side down, but it is clear I could just say it's gin. Yeah. But also, gin, no one can see it. Gin makes I, me cry. Gin makes me cry, but then I could... That would be good for a Manix podcast, wouldn't it? Because... It really would. It's just... These lyrics are so <laughs> deep. Carry on. Carry on. Anyway, none of this thing about strawberry milk stra- uh, smoothie is in the poem. <laughs> right, okay? Okay, so... I think the first album I ever bought was Mariah Carey's Music Box. That or Always and Forever by Eternal. We're friends. I can admit this now. I d- literally, I wasn't talking to anyone, so I'll... they weren't <laughs> friends. Without fear or reprisal. It gets worse. The first single single I ever bought was East 17's All Right. Please Don't Disown Me. It's a tune. It is, and the first single I ever bought was Charles and Eddie, Would I Lie to You? So there's no judgment here. There is judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so how would that a little help from Sonic Tales and an evil moustached egg thing egg thing did I get from there to a seventeen year love affair with the greatest band of all time? Like I say, that was two thousand eleven, so God knows what it is now. Mm. Music was always round my round my house growing up, dad blaring his status quo and die straits, two more aptly named bands you couldn't find. I have fond memories of mum singing along to Patsy Cline and Crystal Gale. Oh and Jean Pitney, but we gave her a bit of stick for that. My brother was all about Guns N' Roses and Metallica. Me? I was up in my room, still recording gems like Shakadimus and Pliers off the chart show. It still boggles my brain to think that in the summer of 1994, the time of the Holy Bible, I was deeply in love with Crazy For You by Let Loose. Oh, tune! Again, tune. And I still stand by that to this day. Yeah, oh, Crazy For You is an excellent song. Admit it, it is an awesome song. There you go. We've literally, yeah, I've we've, made it. I've, I predicted the future. <laughs> <laughs> I, stu- I soon started finding my own way musically, not through elitism or snobbery, but I guess the music that was just resonating around the house just didn't speak to me that much. Hearing Sad Song by Oasis for the first time in 1994 led me into the likes of Cooler Shaker, the Blue Tones and Ocean Colour Scene. Then something happened. I got depressed. Of course, this is where the manic's coming. When I was 17, in the dark spring of summer of, and summer of 1997, I went through, let's call it a phase. I barely left the house. I would cry for hours on end. It was a very bad time. I didn't have to leave, have to leave the room because I had my Sega Mega Drive. I also had a copy of Everything Must Go. 
I don't really know what inspired me to buy the album nearly a year after its release. I don't remember being truly captivated by the singles. I know, sorry. I quite liked the design for life, I suppose. In fact, I remember seeing them on TV at at Hillsborough Benefit gig at Anfield that year and being strongly irritated by the singer. I'm sorry, Emma. It's alright, carry on. I've, I've, you know, I've made up for it since. Mm-hmm. He had a shaved head. I mean, this is like, I'm judgment, isn't it? <laughs> what a judgmental teenager I was. He had a shaved head, looked aggressive, spun around on the spot a lot and shouted too much. What a twat. But until now, what happened in that bedroom has only been between me, Sonic, Tails and Dr. Robotnik. We all fell in love with that album. The sound was turned down on my TV as the album flowed through my stereo stereo on repeat. I'm telling you it made Sonic go faster than he was even designed to. These strange sentences were filling my mind. For the first time, lyrics were trying to get my attention as much as the music. Some I understood, some I didn't. But even the ones I didn't understand, I loved. It was like discovering a new language. Needless to say, I got to the end of No Service All Feeling many more times than I defeated the end-of-level baddie. I soon emerged from my bedroom, even went outside. I know, crazy, huh? They didn't make a more confident person because I don't think I ever will be, but they gave me a kick up the arse. My mum would later always refer to my depressing music, and by that I think she mostly meant the manics. Mum was right about everything, but not about this. I can't imagine that I, what I would have done as a 17-year-old without them. I could have been a crack addict, or good, God forbid, a gene fan. And so, I delved into their back catalogue. I could write a whole essay on the on the Holy Bible, but don't worry, I'll save that for another time. In 1998, I saw them for the first time, and they made even more sense to me than ever before, even though all three of them were dressed as Casper the Friendly Ghost. It, it was a weird time. I forgive them that. I forgive them lots of things. They frustrate the hell out of me, sometimes make me angry, make me laugh, make me cry, and make me joyous. It's fair to say it's a love-hate relationship. Why? Because I care, and I always will. It's an illness, it won't change. There's a question on the Forever Delayed forum. We won't mention that too much. <laughs> why, do you, why do you like the Manic Street Preachers? My answer, because they make me feel so desolate and yet so fucking powerful at the same time. Recently, on a night out, a girl asked me what I, what I thought about what I thought to be a bit of a profound question over a, a cider, especially considering it was just a strongbow. The conversation was as follows. Girl, what's the most important thing in your life other than friends and family? And I said, Manic Street Preachers. Needless to say, I didn't pull that night. Those Welsh bastards, they even ruined my love life. And you know what? I forgive them. And that is the end. Aww. Your love life had a happy ending though too. It did, yes, a few years later. Although... My partner Mel is like, what are you going to say about the Manic Street Preachers on a podcast? He <gasps> has no idea how much we can gabble on about those Welsh men. Or, or as I just said in that blog post, those Welsh bastards. Yes, like, I think that's what I was trying to quote. And I was like, I can't remember what you said. I'm just going to say men. Oh, those, those blooming men. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's a lovely story, yeah. and I, I've gotten into the Manics. I'm going to just quickly flash back 
here. Um, I got into the Manics and then had my sort of depression experience. Yeah. I think I was about 19 or 20 and I really go... And um, I found, and I think you and I have spoken about this before, I found actually they were the least depressing thing I could listen to. It is it's true, yes. It was something that really comforted me. I was like, well, this is my favourite band in the world. I can always listen to them. They always make me feel better. So for me, listening to the Manics was never a depressing thing. It was actually what lifted me back out. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I was watching the Manic Millennium DVD with, <gasps> with, with Mel a few weeks ago, and like, for some reason, automatically, the lyrics come up. I don't know why it does that, under subtitles. And she's like, all the songs are about death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are they? I don't know, but it's, uh, this is really, you know, to her, it's quite depressing. You can see, to me, I, I love the odds, the the... the contradiction between the the songs being really catchy mm. and you know the the general feel of the band being quite dark and the, the mood being quite dark yeah and i don't think there's anyone out there who's like that definitely not and i i think that is a it was it's what makes the manics really unique and b it it's why I argue so passionately when people do sort of say to me, oh, you like that really depressing band? Yes. And I'm like, yeah. um, I'm sorry, have you ever seen a crowd of people with their flipping phones in the air or their once upon a time lighters in the air for Design for Life and the confetti cannons going off? There's nothing depressing about that. <laughs> it's, it's euphoric is what it is. Yeah, euphoric. It's They're an anthemic band, really. Oh. They're, you know, they they've not had however many top 40 hits oh god how old do i sound <laughs> top 40 hits. they've not had many hits on the old you charts know? these are good toe tappers you know young laddie <laughs> oh god i'm gonna play another disc for you now oh god i just i'm increasingly just getting on do you know what i've discovered a love for cushions this week Welcome to my world. Ah, I've always hated cushion, uh, cushions. I like, I'm the person that flings them across the room because they get in the way. And now, because it's another age tale, I put my back out a bit on mon- <gasps> last what, yeah Monday. And I've been walking around a bit funny since. Now I've been sitting on two or three cushions to comfort my back. And I was like, oh, this is what cushions are for. <laughs> I, I cannot be without cushions on my bed. No, no, I'm I'm drawing a line. Oh, no, I have to. And I I do, this might be the saddest thing I've ever admitted, but I I do cuddle one of them at night. (laughs) Has it got a picture of Nikki Wire on it? No. I'm sorry, Nikki girls. Um, No, it does not. (laughs) Nikki, I respect Nikki deeply. Sean? No. Um, Nickname Smythe? Of course it has! Of course it's got Nick Naismith on it. I love it. I love it. I cuddle my little Naismith cushion every night. You pretend it's a little keyboard sometimes? I got my keyboard out. Um, That's not a euphemism. I I have a a massive... (laughs) (laughs) A massive... Yeah. Okay. I have a massive... I have a large keyboard that lives in the garage because I don't have room for it in my bedroom and I I whipped it out the other day because I wanted to try playing something and all I kept doing was standing there and thinking ooh 
I wonder if this is how Nick Nace might feel. <laughs> As I caressed what, the keys. What? In a garage? In, just, no, did, in my bedroom. Right, you played it in your bedroom, oh, okay. Thank hey. God, you went to a more glamorous setting. I did, I did. And it was a, a joyous experience. And I discovered that I can't play keyboard very well anymore. So there you go. There's a fact, <laughs> fact about me. So that you're keeping track, listeners. That's fact one. Fact no. one about Emma, there will be a test. Well... Fact one, five foot nothing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Fact two, you have curly hair. Yeah. Fact three, you're shit at keyboards. <gasps> I would not go that far. I can play with two hands and everything. I'm just not as good anymore. I can Please, do... when you complete your tests, everybody, don't put shit, you'll hurt my feelings. <laughs> So that is us, but don't worry, this podcast isn't just going to be me and Emma waffling on. We want to include you, the fans. This one is literally for the freaks. You can follow us at Manic Street Speakers on Twitter under the MSP underscore pod name. Send your emails to manicspeaker at gmail.com. We'd love both your written and spoken words there. So firstly, we want to your stories about how you fell in love with the Manics. We'll read them out in the next episode. And if you send an audio file, please limit limit it to at least three minutes or at most three minutes because that makes more sense that does make more sense As we record this, it's the evening of the 10th of May. Um, Boris Johnson has, I would say, delivered a, a, an address to the nation. Uh, but I mean, he said words. Words <laughs> fell out of his floppy mouth. But the, the bonus of it being pre-recorded is he didn't go, uh... uh that uh, is uh. true. I would imagine there was a lot of uh cut yes. from it. Yes, so... As things stand, we are in lockdown, but we're not in lockdown. But certain bits can do certain things, but golf can be played. Mm-hmm. But only with people you live with. And the the biggest the biggest head fuck to my head mm. is we're not changing lockdown much, but we want businesses to open again. Now, I've always viewed any work I do as not essential because I hate going to work. So I've been off for the last six or so weeks. But how can you, in the middle of a pandemic, which they've not done well? I mean, you could just leave it there. They've not done <laughs> well. Not, they've not done anything, pretty much. And then just send people by the millions back to work. I, I feel 
hours though they are I mean I don't really have words which is very unusual for me as anybody who knows me will tell you I find it mind-blowing that Boris Johnson spoke for a full seven or eight minutes before he made a point at all and I don't really feel like anything was clear he's basically he appears to have gone well half the country want lockdown to carry on half the country want lockdown to end I'm gonna just tell them they can all have what they want it's a free-for-all yeah yeah it's pretty much you interpret what I'm saying now and, yeah. it, and if this buggers up in the next three or f- two or three weeks, I'm just going to blame you. All your fault. I mean, I here's another Emma fact. Oh, have, what are we on um, now? Number four? I, I think we are on number four. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to compiling the exam. <laughs> <laughs> I have severe asthma. Um, I'm, a, I'm a wheezy little thing. And so I'm one of the vulnerable folk who has been nowhere for the last seven and a bit weeks and I'm not allowed anywhere until the end of June which is in and of itself very annoying because I have people I want to see I'm not very when I have a mental health issue when I feel a bit down I like to go for a walk I Mm. like to just clear my head go for a drive I can't do any of those things I have to just stay put um so that's a thing my day job I'm a key worker because I'm a nursery nurse and nurseries are open for the children well, of other people. Get, get to work, you lazy git. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm very much of this sort of opinion of, well, I should probably be actually doing my job, but also I can't do my job. And also I don't want them to open my place of work because how the hell do you socially distance two-year-olds? That's not something that can be done. You could so, perhaps hang them from different bits of the ceiling by do you know those things that they have babies get to walk learn to walk yes you can maybe hang them from the ceiling and they can bounce from the ceiling and just do it two two meters apart all around the room what i'd like to see is those baby walkers being used baby walkers i mean that's clearly what they should be called i'd like to see them being used but with a kind of plastic bubble over the top (laughs) so (laughs) we'll get little zorbs just put the the toddlers in the zorbs they'll have a lot of fun just rolling around we can open the little flap and put snack in there for them i'm happy with that then none of them can cough or sneeze on me on the downside if they have an accident it might get very messy Uh, that is true and they will smell uh, but, you know, we all have to suffer some, <laughs> some way during this pandemic. I Basically, what I'm saying is children, they don't have a massive, very young children, I'm going to say, four and under. They don't have a huge grasp of how to social distance and how to not this spread true. germs. And I, in, on a normal work day before all of this, I would quite frequently come home with another human's bogeys on me. Um, Your supervisors? Having, usually my bosses, yeah. yeah. Um, and having been coughed on and sneezed on all day, I'm frequently poorly because of my job. I work in a germ factory. I've got a cold every other week. So I don't rate my chances, to be honest, when I go back to work. I mm, really don't. No. But in conclusion, what I'm saying is hang children from the ceiling. I mean, I'm, I'm here for that. I, I, I will lose my job, but I'm supposed to be here for that. 
health and safety. We don't need that these days. Not not now. Absolutely not. No. Not, I, under, I mean, not under conservative government. <laughs> that's my opinion of the conservative government. Uh, that is a whole different podcast. That is. That really is. And, and we could talk for a very long time about it, so we probably shouldn't. We should, probably shouldn't. Um, but there is there is a reason I'm mentioning this, because I challenged you a few days ago mm-hmm. to come up with... I, I can't try to think of a name for this, but I can't. All I've got is manic song titles, but with lockdown puns. <laughs> everything i'm yeah. such a pro i mean I, in my notes i've literally just put manic's lockdown puns so, i mean that probably makes more sense because it's obviously what what it is isn't it exactly perhaps it's because i'm a manic and i just i'm looking for more words than th- there just needs to be <laughs> why use one when seven will do <laughs> right okay let's let's take this one by one mm-hmm. i bet okay. I, I bet we're going to have like a clash of one or two I'm absolutely certain we will. Right. Do you want to? Are we? Are we going to do it one at a time each? One at a time each. Excellent. Do you want to start? Okay. It's not work, just the end of jobs. <laughs> ooh, ooh, satirical. Uh, <laughs> um. So I've gone with furlough away. Oh man, I'm so jealous of that one. <laughs> I'm quite proud of that one. I mean, I will admit, some of these go quite dark. Oh, yeah. My, a lot of mine are not puns. They're just song titles I've added bits to. Yeah. This, this is a cheat take. Corona oh. in the hospital. Oh, well, in, in that case, I'm going to skip because I've got a similar one in my list. I've put, and I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, Rose is in the hospital because she didn't, she didn't maintain social distance. <laughs> Is that with brackets? Because we love the power of brackets. There's quite a few brackets with mine. Well, this one I'm quite proud of. Mm-hmm. Furlough alone is not enough. Ooh. I have stay beautifully alert. <laughs> that is so cutting edge. That is so it contemporary. Really, really is. I mean, you know, be careful not to cut yourself I, off. I mean... By the time this is edited and gone out, I mean, no one's going to remember Stella, but I appreciate your work. Thanks. Right. This is, if I say this properly, you might not get it at first. Okay. Anna Rock, Corona. (laughs) Silence speaks volumes. Can you hear the hamster going round in my brain? It is... Corona backwards. Oh, of course it is. That's very clever. Thank you. That is very clever. Thank you. I I have got the second wave infection. It's coming. It really is, which is very depressing. And left me cold and withered. Oh. I mean, I don't know if that was a sound of impressedness or or disgust. (laughs) Just depression, knowing that that's what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, next one. Walk me to the same bridge every day. <laughs> oh my God. I went with no social, all distance. Oh, that is good. 
You know, yeah. I'm I'm actually quite jealous. <laughs> I mean, we, should I admit to being a published author? <laughs> no need to Probably post. Not. Some of these are terrible. So <laughs> Okay, this is one of my dark ones. Go on. Die in the springtime. Oh, I, do you know, I nearly went with that. <laughs> I did nearly go with that. And um, then the yeah. summertime, and then the autumn, then the winter, because <laughs> this is going to last forever. I, the, I, I got very lazy with this one, so I just put everything was COVID-19. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what, because everything must co... Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> shameful. That's actually is, shameful. I'm, I'm not proud. I'm not proud. Oh, God. Uh, my next one. Boris Johnson, mass murderer. Oh, that works on multiple levels. It does, because obviously... Very impressed. You know, the, the yeah. theme of the song is generally like about Tories and... Mm. Yeah. I um I have rewritten well I haven't rewritten the whole lyrics it would take a very long time the final song on the Holy Bible PPE oh, amazing thank you hang on you. I've got the clap again <gasps> oh you can get tablets for that <laughs> well there's a waiting list nowadays because everyone's <laughs> everyone's clapping this is true oh gosh yeah we've all got the clap on a Thursday. <laughs> Um, I'm really pleased with this one. Go on. The love of Christopher Whitty. Oh, yes. That is. Right, hang on a minute. Thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome. It's deserved. <laughs> um, I I went a little bit satirical and dark. The classes against the masses. Oh, biting. Yeah. Biting satire there. Mm-hmm. I've got... To, together stronger, brackets, but two metres apart. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got a confession here. Oh. I've only got one more. Yeah. I, I didn't write it. Okay. Um, so, my best friend Leslie came up with, I'm not working, brackets, because I've been furloughed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think I've only got one more. I mean, I've got loads more, but like... They're terrible. <laughs> um, ballad of the cancelled Novotel. Oh, I like that. that that's, getting a, that's getting another clap. But you, you don't just have to have puns because so many work without puns. Oh, gosh, absolutely. Well, firstly, you, you've, just, you've, you've covered it. I'm not working. Mm-hmm. Some kind of nothingness. Yeah. The convalescent. Yeah. I live to fall asleep. Oh gosh, yes. My little empire. So why so sad? So why so sad? That's a good one. Forever delayed because it feels yeah. like fun is delayed. Can I throw one in that Go. feels like me with my twelve weeks? The everlasting. Ah, yeah, it's a good one. Solitude sometimes is. I'm leaving you for solitude. Mm-hmm. I mean, they like their solitude, the Manics. They really do. Bored out of my mind. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, I've turned into the Churchill dog. 
<laughs> that was that was a pre-podcast recording conversation. That really was. <laughs> uh, antisocial manifesto. Oh. But this is the last one, and again, apologies for the darkness. I mean, the, I, I'm not, I'm not responsible for Justin Hawkins or whatever his name is. I'd just like to point. <laughs> Buildings for dead people. Dun, dun, Now it's time for the news, um, and to be honest, Emma, what year is it? Um, last time I checked, I think it was 2020, but I could be wrong now. But do you know what that means? What does it mean? It means everything is cancelled. <gasps> <Dun, dun, dun. laughs> it means there's no fun, Ugh. there's no tours, there's no pubs. There's no... You're right there. <laughs> I thought I'm straying into when Harry met Sally's territory. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and breathe. Would <laughs> you like me to not oh. make the noise? <laughs> anyway... My point is, like any show, the Manix didn't have much show, many shows this summer. But they didn't have much shows. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't going to let that one go. You've broken me. Oh, <laughs> right. I feel like you should have done that in the style of the words. The Manix didn't have much shows this year. <laughs> oh God, I've been I've been living Devon too long. That's what it is. I've just living way too long. Anyway, everything is cancelled. So, uh, the headline show at the Halifax Peace Hall has been postponed. Okay, it's not cancelled. Until 20th of September. But how is that going to go ahead? Well, realistically, I mean, I've got tickets to a gig. I'm not going to say who uh, on a Manix podcast. I've got tickets (laughs) To see a performing artist in October, and I'm already thinking I don't know whether I'll be able to go to that. No. What with my lungs being the lungs of a 90 year old chain smoker. So <laughs> I just feel like, to be honest, any big event with lots of people there, maybe not. Yes, and um, this, this is the thing there's some shows supporting the killers. Why there's a supporting the killers? They've been postponed. Do you know when I said everything's cancelled, I lied. It's, everything's postponed. Oh, everything is postponed. That's been postponed. Oh, well, there you go. That's, there's a new manic <laughs> up, huh? Everything's postponed. <laughs> uh, so they've been postponed until next summer. Um, they have announced two dates at Cardiff Motor Point Arena to raise money for the NHS. The yeah. first night solely on sale to the NHS workers and the second night to the public. They've both sold out, but again, it's December. Mm-hmm. And again, it makes you think. I mean, 
James always gets ill on winter tours, and I know it's only two nights. He always but does, yeah. I just feel I'm concerned. Is what I am. I mean, Nikki can wear a really nice, glamorous, bedazzled leopard print face mask. He'll be fine. That, that yeah. Will be general ensemble. Or like an army army uh, fatigue kind of. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's Sean's. Yeah. I feel like that's what Sean will wear behind. See, what worries me is what will James wear? Uh, nurse's uniform, or are we just we're delving into my fantasies now? I, I mean, that, that is your fantasy, Mikey, and I'm, I'm on board with it. <laughs> oh, God, I've got a disturbing image now. Actually, to be fair, I, I, I've just had the same image, and I'm not sure I am on board with it anymore. <laughs> when he does his spinning on the stage. It... Oh! Lord, no. Oh, I love you, James, but no. <laughs> <laughs> and his lanyard with his with his NHS picture goes flying about. That's just, that's just gonna get dangerous very quickly. Uh, oh dear, right. Um, <laughs> Wayne Murray can be dressed as a nurse. I feel like he would enjoy that. Who would? Wayne Murray. Yes, I feel that's like true. He would enjoy being dressed as a nurse at the side of the stage. Uh, he's got the hair of a of a the luscious hair of a lady. He would definitely rock an Anne Summers kinky nurse outfit. Um, I'm not. This is not my fantasy. <laughs> I just really no, this has descended. This has descended into like basically news about shows that are cancelled to some weird. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> some weird manic dressers. That you know, if the if the NHS gig does go ahead, they should. Like Nikki, they, Nikki can rock should. like a. a a smart doctor's suit. Yeah, yeah. I think there's definitely scope, stethoscope. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please don't kick me off the podcast. Uh, that was so bad. No, I I live for those things. I live for shit puns. Um, I do. I do feel like there is stethoscope to dress in some kind of medical garb. Garb. Garb is an excellent word. <laughs> garb is an excellent word. <laughs> That's what I've got to say on that. <laughs> You're just picturing Wayne Murray in his nurse's outfit, uh, aren't you? I'm, no, I'm picturing James spinning around in his nurse's uniform with the lan- lanyard, his NHS <laughs> lanyard, spinning around his neck wildly. I mean, that does sound quite dangerous, yeah. and I'd rather he didn't strangle himself. But, do you know, if anyone can do it, it's James. Oh, absolutely. Do you remember when that guy... Um, this is complete tangent. Do you remember when that guy went on stars in their eyes? As Vaguely. His, most of his impersonation was just hopping on one leg in a circle. Yeah, so that sounds familiar. I'll have to seek that yeah. out. I, I feel like that's got to be on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, everyone, please have a search. If, if someone hasn't seen YouTube. <laughs> yeah, if you've never <laughs> seen YouTube, wow, have I got some stuff to tell you about. That's, I don't even know if I've got time. Oh dear! Right, I have got more news, and oh. I hope I hope it doesn't delve into weird kinky. Well, I mean that would be very incongruous. I mean, <laughs> nice, but we nice. didn't we didn't even get onto the band like wearing rubber gloves and stuff. So let's just let's just move on. Let's, yeah, let's quickly move on. Okay, we'll get to the prospect of new material because bearing in mind it's been two years since Resistance mm. is futile. The band have been working on a new album, which has a vague target of summer 2021 for release. 
Now, Nikki has spoken about it, so we've got to take it with a pinch of salt. <laughs> yeah. They've got a song called Orwellian, which I love the thought of. Yes. It sounds like great, but I love the thought of it being said in Welsh, like not in the Welsh accent. Go on, you can do Orwellian. it, Orwellian. Oh, yeah, there you go. Absolutely. And there's going to be Welsh listeners who hate me. So. <laughs> uh, there's talk, this is what Nikki said, an expansive sound, and I do not know what this means, of retrofuturism. Right. That's, I mean, look. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am a Manix fan. I love the Manix. I will defend these people to the end of my days. Nikki Wyatt does like to just sort of spit out words from a thesaurus sometimes. And like, like incongruous. It, yeah, a lot of what he says is incongruous to the rest of the stuff he says. Right. Don't, don't use it twice, come on. The first time I used incongruous, I used it better. <laughs> um, but, yeah, retrofuturism. Yeah. Shall I tell you something about futurism? Uh, I, I'm I'm all ears. Okay, so I did a quiz last night. My best friend and I usually do um, pub quizzes, and obviously we can't, so we do online quizzes. And we did a quiz last night, and one of the questions was, which word beginning with F is to do with the study of the future? And we... Fellatio? We, we genuinely didn't. It was futurology. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Not fellatio, then. And I... No, alas. And I was just... I don't know why I said alas. Um, <laughs> no, it was Because <laughs> we're getting old, that's why. Oh, and, um, yeah, and we just sort of went, um... No, we don't know. And when I realised what it was, I was like, I'm a Mannix fan, and I didn't get that. That's unforgivable. Yes. Yeah, um... I mean that. <laughs> no, but I was just thinking, like it's been ages since Futurology was released, isn't it? It's I know. Six, six years. That's, um, that's a long while now. But there is good news because your favourite, your favourite, is releasing an album. Oh. I'm not talking about Michael Bublé. <gasps> <laughs> Pray tell. Uh, well, James is recording an album with Nikki's brother Patrick Jones. Uh, yes. we, it's all a bit vague though we don't know release date we don't know what form it's going to take it does seem mm. like it's going to be rather than Patrick's own work of poetry it is going to be classed as James's second solo album I'm That's the vibe so glad, I'm yeah. um, that because The Great Western does not get the love it deserves it's I don't an think. awesome album it's awesome it, it, yeah. it, fantastic album and I think at some and stage because a part of this podcast we'll, we'll have episodes where we touch on albums Manix albums and um, I think it's only right like we'll touch on like the Great Western as well Eastern totally, totally. Western Eastern I'm getting to it <laughs> <laughs> Great Western Railway <laughs> Virgin Trains cross country I just think that 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 is I mean if you are not somebody who drives a car you will not know what I'm on about now but that album is such a good driving album. Yeah. It's a brilliant album to go on a road trip with. Oh. That was my point. That was the only point I was no. making. I was just thinking that we're going to have to cover Nikki's I Killed the Zeitgeist. Um, <laughs> means I'm going to have to dig it out. <laughs> I listened to it once many years ago. I've got it somewhere, I think. <laughs> 
Anyway, good times. <laughs> good times. Let's, let's just gloss over that. Um, a definite album. We are getting a new Manix album this year. Oh. Well, it's not new. <laughs> it's a reissue of Gold Gates of Soul. It'll be on two yeah. CD and vinyl and out on the 12th of June. Um, the first disc will feature the album in whole plus B-sides and the second CD features unreleased demos and remixes. It will be accompanied by a 120-page book. Um... I'm a bit over their reissues. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, why? It's, 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 it's an album they don't even like. Well, the thing is, didn't it come out in 1993? So just yeah. why this year? Yeah. yeah. It's it the... Feels, like, the others were all, you know, 20-year anniversaries or whatever. That made sense. I'm, I'm just slightly confused. It's... It's a strange thing because anyone in the band will say they do not like that album. Yeah. And yes, there's the running joke about Sleep Flower at gigs and all, all that kind of stuff. But to me, there are bands, and this is this is well, I guess why we you know we start doing a podcast about them because we love them and they wind us up. Yeah. I think for too long the past few years they've been too looking retro, not yeah. retro futuristic. They've been retro, retro. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just thinking too much about their past and reissuing stuff. And yeah. I don't mind the occasional like twentieth anniversary album if they, you know, if they offer like new stuff. That's fine, but you do it with your classic albums, don't you? Yeah. And yeah. I love Gold Against the Soul, but it doesn't need it. No, I'm, I'm, I do really like that album. Um, but I just don't, I just, I'm just bemused by the fact that it's now. I just think, well, surely it should have been when it turned 20 or when it yes. turns 30. I'm just slightly... Well, it's almost like it's a stopgap. They're not releasing an album this year and they've, yeah. they've got some bit of material that they can put out. And I, I don't know, it's... And I also, I don't mind it so much in the sense that it's not clashing with a new album, because when Futurology came out, they had a bit of a short tour but just before it came out, and yes. then it was the year of the anniversary of the Holy Bible, mm. so they didn't really have a proper Futurology tour, and that's, to me, it's one of their best albums. I really like that. And it was, it is, as an album, it was overlooked, because, don't get me wrong, the Holy Bible shows were brilliant, but... They were- but, you know, you've got a brilliant new album and you're talking about something mm-hmm. from 20 years previous. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, I want to hear the demos because I do like hearing demos. Yeah. And I probably will want to hear all the B-sides I've, in case there's some I've missed <laughs> over the years. But, I, yeah, I'm just slightly... I'm, I wish I was really madly excited about it, like I get when they're releasing an actual new album. Because um, we have, and we haven't done this for a while, but have we or have we not in the past sent each other oh. like track-by-track track analysis of albums? Yes, we did do that. We did. That was quite a few years ago. Do you know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say, do you remember when phones on, on answer machines, you could text a landline from your mobile yes. and we used to text each other's landlines with yes. Manix with Manix lyrics and, the, and it was the most robotic <laughs> that was about 10, 10 years ago or something and oh, we wow. come up with the most like all about 
Uh, yeah, we'd come up with the most nasty or like angry or silly <laughs> manix line and just send it send it to the landline. Absolutely. Oh, then were the days. Then were the days <laughs> when you could text a could text a landline and probably still can. I don't know. You probably still can. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't tried. Maybe I will. But maybe the voice has improved and that that the comedy factor won't be there. Yeah, that would be a that would be a shame because it was. It was partly, it was, well, it was mostly the voice, let's be honest. It was the voice. It made it so fabulous. Yeah. Anyway, that is the news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically the news is everything's postponed, not cancelled, and some stuff might be coming out, but we don't know when. Mm. And there's something that's coming out that's 27 years old. <laughs> Who doesn't want to celebrate the 27th anniversary of Gold Against Gold? <laughs> uh, uh, no one. How do you say, while we're talking about Gold Against Gold? I know Gold. what you're going to say. Go on. Yeah, how do you say it? Well, I I initially thought Pushhead. Yeah, that's how I've always said it. But then it's it's P-U-S. Yeah, so it's like Pusshead. Pusshead. I think it's Pusshead. I remember my sister trying to convince me it was Pusheed. <laughs> I think she thought it sounded posh. Pusheed. She was like, it's nostalgic Pusheed. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah. I genuinely won't say the name of it in case I say it wrong around fans. So now I've broken all well, my... Well, no, it's... No, I've, I've, I think I've done both over the time. I, I, it just looks like it reads as Pusshead because if it was... Yeah. I mean, what's a push? What's a Pushhead? I mean, Pusshead, I can kind of get as an insult. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Perhaps you're nostalgic. You're pressing your own head. So you're trying to tap the memories out. You're, dang, you're, dangling, children from, you're dangling children from the ceiling. Yeah. I mean, it's a very busy life that I yeah, lead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the news. I feel like we need a... I've just done it. There you go. News. News. Then there were the typewats, gold to the jukebox, put inside a terrified pee. World type of pink Floyd, anything by me, love is longer than your 10 cc. Arguing the B-sides, better than the A-side, denying what you actually put on. Pretending that you hate it, you don't even read it, but catch yourself singing along. In future, we're going to delve into their albums and be really geeky and anoraki about those. But what is more anoraki and geeky than talking about B-sides? So what we're going to do is, at random, I've got a playlist in front of me. I'm going to scroll up and down. This sounds mm-hmm. vaguely sexual, but it's not. <laughs> and when... And when, when Emma says stop... He will stop because he agrees with consent. <laughs> I, will, I will place my finger on the, the screen. I'm so disturbed. It's, it's, it's on the screen. And whatever B-side we pick, we'll talk about it next week. Okay. And we'll put a poll on Twitter and ask for people's responses on Twitter. And if people want to send in a review, they're more than welcome to do that. I will give the contact details at the end of the show so we haven't got any sound effects would you like me to tap my knees as a drum roll (laughs) yes 
And basically, whenever you say stop, this is this is fucking exciting. Stop. Oh. You have no idea how much I wanted to go carry on. <laughs> like spaced. I'm finished. I'm not finished. <laughs> I'm finished. Um, it is boxes and lists. Mm, chin stroking, chin stroking. Yeah. I I have not listened to that in a very long time. I love boxes and I love making lists, but do I like the song? I particularly enjoy making a list. Lists are good, aren't they? Lists are good. I also do like a box. (laughs) (laughs) Because they are handy for putting things in (laughs) and carrying them from one place to the other. Yes. I, I mean, I was about to say, I was about to clarify and say I really like a chest, but I really feel like I'm digging a hole. <laughs> no, that's lower down. Okay. <laughs> I like a trunk. Oh, you see this? <laughs> there is no way of saying this sentence and not making it sound euphemistic. So, yeah. It, it sounds ubiquitous to me. Ooh. Is that, is that the word you got in earlier? Incongruous. Incongruous. Well, I'm going to go with... We can try and get into every episode, me saying ubiquitous. And me saying incongruous. Congress. I mean, it might, it might wear a bit thin. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, we discovered that we both like boxes. Yes. And we both like lists. We do. But find out next episode if we like boxes and lists. <laughs> <laughs> that was... So smooth. I, mean, I don't I, know how you've not got a radio show. I should be on the radio. You I should. Sh- I should. Be, I should be on Classic FM. I used to co-host a radio breakfast show. You did, because I remember I, I sent in a request. You did. A song and... request, not like, go and get, go and get the milk. <laughs> Please stop talking. <laughs> I um, I did, and uh, there is a Mannix reference here because the first time I was let loose on the controls... Crazy said, for you. Can... you. Sorry. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't even the oh, tune. such a tune. Yeah. They, um, they said to me, oh, you know, you can, you can do all the dials this week and you can pick a song. And I decided, obviously, I was going to play a Mannix song. Obviously. obviously. I chose Roses in the Hospital. Obviously, I accidentally played the album version. No. So that was fun. I had to pull it off air and apologise. Did it... Did it, So, you got to the first chorus and then... All we the, all the don't moment. want yeah. your... Sorry, you're listening to Radio Scott <laughs> and I'm Emma <laughs> We don't want this fucking song. <laughs> I really did feel quite dim. But hey... I mean, you know, I'm. I wasn't that sorry. <laughs> no, because you. I bet you felt punk. I mean, I did feel very rebellious, but yeah. also when they finally got a jingle for me, as the I was only the co-host, and it was only once a week. But when they finally did a jingle for me, they pronounced my surname wrong in the jingle. So that was my little well screen. Well, <laughs> we need to, we need you know because obviously if people contact us yeah. through, through twitter and stuff they they need to know how to pronounce your name yes um it is toffee 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 not, not toffee and not toffee like the uh not toffee 
Although that is very cute, and if you want to call me an academia, <laughs> don't actually mind. <laughs> but I spent my entire school career being Emma Toffee, and I'm not doing it no more. <laughs> I don't know what that voice you, was. That, that's you being punk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I played Rosa in the hospital, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How you like that, Radio St. Hostel Bay? <laughs> it's not Radio St. Hostel, it's Radio St. Hostel Bay. Yes, there's a bay. There's, there's an actress. No, it's an Hostel Bay. Anyway. Wow. Did you ever sit on the dock of a bay? Do you know, I've never sat on the dock of a bay, but I, I would like to. Mm. Like, I'd like to watch the tide roll away. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm sorry, I led you down quite the conversation. <laughs> it's fine. Basically, the gist is we've picked a B-side. We're going to listen to it next week. It, the yeah. listeners at home, they can listen to it and they can send us feedback on Twitter through email, through telekinesis, through <laughs> don't know, by throwing a glass at us. Yeah. That yeah, kind of thing. Don't do that. I bruise like a peach. <laughs> So that is the end of episode one. I don't know how much of the manics we've actually spoken about, or whether it's just our kinky nurse fetishes or whatever we've been talking about. I, I would like to just apologise for that because if I dream of any member of the manics or their touring musicians in nurses' outfits, I am going to need some kind of therapy. Well, we're going to give. Oh, I just had an idea. Oh, go on. We could do fan art. <gasps> Get people to send in fan art. Nobody's going to do this. I'd just like to put it out. I'll them dressed as nurses. I mean, once upon a time, that would definitely happen. <laughs> I feel as though... I mean, do you know what? I'm encouraging you to do this, guys. We're all in lockdown. Use your time creatively. Sketch the manics as nurses. <laughs> just don't let your partner see or your children yeah oh. or if like me you live with your parents your parents yeah or you could do you could you could elaborate it further and go oh, fan fiction oh oh you're walking a dark path <laughs> you're walking a dark path my friend you really are and I like it <laughs> I see uh, God, I just like, encourage people to do Mannix nurses fan fiction. <laughs> this, this is not what the podcast's about, people. I promise you. Oh dear. Anyway, so if you want to contact us with how you got into the Mannix or your stories behind that, you can contact us on Twitter at msp underscore pod, or you can send your emails to manixspeaker at gmail dot com. You can send audio to that, but. Uh, get this right this time. No more than three minutes. 
um, and we'll read them out or play them on the next episode. Also, the B-side as well, uh, boxes and lists, if you want to send your reviews or opinions on that, you can do that. Not your opinion on boxes or lists. <laughs> I think we've covered that. Because <laughs> we, we've covered that to quite some extent. Um, anything else to add before we, we um, go to um, I I, <laughs> the depths I, of darkness? I think um, I, I will just say, please, please, please interact. If you're listening and you're thinking, oh, I don't know, I never really like tweet in or anything like that, do it because we do want this to be as interactive as possible. And literally nobody needs to just hear me waffle because I will. I mean, so that's please, my that's my job. And I'm not even be interactive. I'm not even being paid for it. No, no. I mean, I do need to speak to you about my feet. <laughs> um, um. Okay, yeah. get back to me. <laughs> Wait, I mean, how long have I got? Um. Well, I'm not going anywhere for another <laughs> at least seven weeks. Okay. So. so I just I just do it until uh, leave it until you forget that you've even mentioned okay. it. Even though that's, it's going, even though it's going out as a podcast. Yeah. So basically, until next time, may your gods be with you. We love you one time. We love you two time. We love you three fucking times. Stay beautiful. Stay. <laughs> that wasn't in time. We need to do that again. Okay. Right. Free. Uh, this will get better, guys. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> we went to accounting. We're so ready. Imagine, imagine we're on the dance floor on Strictly. Tess and Claudia. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, God. Have I got time to mention how much I really don't like Tess Davis? I mean, you're c- completely correct in this opinion. Thank you very so much. If, 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 the eyes. If, uh, if one of us was Tess and one of us Claudia, I'd be Tess because I'm taller. That is true. And I'll be Claude because I'm not wearing any lipstick at the moment. <laughs> So, <laughs> I really like Claudia Winkleman. I think she's awesome. Does she not wear lipstick? Uh, she wears very pale lipstick. She oh. wears—it's like her thing, isn't it? Like really, really pale lips. I, I view her thing as having a fringe. She also does have a fringe. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this sign out has gone exceptionally well. Yeah, we'll, we'll get I'm better. Come on, we'll, we'll, we can do this. We'll get better with practice. Yeah. Three, two, one. Stay Stay beautiful. Keep dancing.